A priest friend of mine once told me this story. Seems he was invited to some friend's house, and it was actually an open house, so people were coming and going all day long. And they had a five-year-old son. And at one point, he sat down at a table, and there was another chair there. And he announced to the adults that he was a psychiatrist. <laughs> and one woman obliged him, and she sat down, and he asked her what was her problem. And she started to say something like this. Well, I'm just so tired. It seems like all I do is go from one thing to the next every single day. You know, bringing the kids to school, soccer practice, the doctors. I'm just worn out. At which point he interrupted her. He leaned in and said, so what's your real problem? <laughs> Five years old. Well, that's exactly what Jesus does in the gospel today. They're trying to trap him. And he turns it around and points to the real issue. Now, we know, listening to these verses, that they're not sincere. They don't really want to know the answer to this question. They want to catch him. And there is no answer to the question. Yes or no, people are going to get upset. So Jesus sidesteps their trap and points to the real issue. Whose image is on that coin? And whose inscription? Caesar's, they reply. Well, then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. This isn't a new message. Jesus has been saying this all through the gospel. When he says, seek first the kingdom of God, and everything else will be given to you, it's the same message here. But what does it mean? Give to God what belongs to God. What belongs to God? What the core we do. There's that beautiful line in Psalm 139. You knit me together in my mother's womb. And in the very first book of the Bible, when God is about to create Adam, he says, let us make him in our image and likeness. Well, how many of us wake up each day? I mean, do you ever do that? Do you ever wake up and address God by saying, I belong to you. You've made me in your image and likeness. Well, how can we live this? How can you and I live this in our lives? Well, maybe a place to start is to look at our priorities. Do I really give to God what belongs to God? Do I give him myself there's an old rabbinical tradition that says you can tell a person's priorities by their wallet, their anger, and their alcoholic beverage. What they mean is the following. You can tell a person's priorities by where the money goes. Where does your money go? Think about that for a moment. After, you know, shelter and food, where does your money go? On what things? Are they things that help build up the kingdom? My anger, my anger is about injustice. What do you get angry about? What does that reveal about priorities? Do I get angry about things that are superficial? Or is my anger about things that really count? And finally, alcoholic beverage. Well, what they're getting at there is that for a lot of people, 
when you drink an alcoholic beverage, your inhibitions go down. And sometimes the real core of who a person is emerges. What are my priorities? Do they really give back to God what belongs to God? Let me end with an example. Now, the man I want to talk to you about, I never met him. I know his family. I wish I had known him when I hear how highly his family esteems him. He, he was talking to his grandson on Christmas. And it turned out this was his last Christmas. I wonder now, did he know that? You wonder sometimes when people say certain things, do they know their time is coming? On this particular Christmas, he was talking to his namesake, and he said this, William, always remember the three F's in life, faith, family, and friends. And in that order, nothing else really matters. And when he mentions faith, it wasn't just about beliefs. This was a family who really worshipped and served others. Faith, family, and friends. And in that order, nothing else really matters. This grandfather understood this gospel passage. Repay Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God.